1: Johnny Rivers, Secret Agent Man. A lot of um, cloak and dagger stuff going on now across the world. We are uh, days away from the big Christmas holiday where most of us celebrate the birth of the baby Jesus and others just celebrate gross materialism and their own inadequacies. Um, But uh, Johnny Rivers was a good Christian, loved the baby Jesus.
0: As far as I know, that's true.
1: Even during the holiday season, Brad, I, I I remind people that we're more consistent than the U.S. mail. We are on that wall. We are watching out for all the things that normally you as a citizen, business owner, and general bon vivant would have to watch out for. But now you don't need to, because we are doing that for you. And we're telling you exactly how to react, what to say, uh, as uh, this uh, whirlwind of nonsense
0: confronts you and you confront it. Yeah. Well, I mean, not only what to say, but how to position yourself into what stance you should drop, as you say it, and what expressions to put on your face, an expression of surprise, an expression of disdain, whatever is necessary to get the full point across verbally and non-verbally, we're giving it to you here on IP Frequently.
1: Mm -hmm. It could be like Encino, man. You just grunt. You You can react with fisticuffs. We don't recommend that. Um, but, uh, at this point it is what it is and Brad, we do mean business. Uh, you can learn more about us, uh, in our big show on our website. Um, and of course, Brad, when we, uh, when it comes to, uh, the podcast, uh, we are available on any podcast network across the globe. So Brad, of course, we always start with the two, uh, big news items of the week. This, this week, of course, is we're barreling towards the, uh, Christmas season. We thought we'd give some folks some, some help in getting through the christmas season of course there are economic issues but it's also the, the the key is what gift should you give to uh that that kid out there that um or the or the uh kid at heart the older adult the geriatric um the, the, you know, whoever, uh, who you, who you, who has everything. Right. And so one thing we focused on today are gifts for children. And of course, American girl dolls, Brad, I'm sure as a father of four daughters, American girl dolls were a staple in your house. I've got one daughter, my daughter loves the American girl dolls. And now the folks at the American girl doll company have doubled down on helping us teach our kids. And this is great. You say, listen, This is an iconic company. Everyone has an American Girl doll, a little overpriced, but everyone has them. And uh, and they have now come out with a new book accompanying some of the dolls titled Body Image, How to Love Yourself, Live Life to the Fullest and Celebrate All Kind of Bodies. American Girl is offering a, quote, smart girl's guide to socially and medically transitioning from one, de- one gender to another. So there it is, Brad, the toy maker is compelled to uh, wade into one of the most controversial areas in culture today, this concept of prepubescent health. And uh, of course, uh, moms and dads across the globe are thrilled about this. Uh, they actually hired a couple of people, Mel Hammond, who is a woke uh, journalist in consultation with Carly Gus. Carly Gus, of course, is a physician at Boston, Children's Hospital, who specializes in gender affirming medical care for prepubescent youth. Um, Of course, Brad, uh, this is something that's being met with a little bit of resistance from parents out there saying, why the hell would a company that makes plastic dolls in China feel feel qualified to lecture kids who shouldn't be hearing this message about transitioning from their God given Sex to another. Um, But I wonder what your take is. Do you think this body image book is one that's appropriate for, say, my seven year old daughter?
0: Well, but I haven't seen it. Right. So I, you know, it's tough for me to, you know, make a judgment call on the fly. But in this case, I think I'm safe in saying no. Right. I mean, as you have pointed out, who better prepared to help us walk through this minefield of, you know, gender silliness that we have inexplicably just placed ourselves in. I mean, no one has forced us. We've looked over, we've said, hey, that looks like an incredibly tenuous place to be, very difficult to explain, could have life-altering ramifications in the negative. Let's go over there. It's either a money grab, right? You either think you're going to get people who are dumb enough to think this is an issue that should be raised with their daughter, and then doubling down on their own stupidity and saying, well, the place I'm going to go for that is American Girl. So it's either a money grab by the good folks at American Girl, or perhaps even worse, they honestly think it is within the realm of their business model to begin advising people on any Health issue. I I wouldn't go to American Girl in order to find out whether I should wash my hands after I sneeze, let alone for information about whether or not my daughter should be transitioning and, and if so, how. And if those folks think that they belong in that space, then that's perhaps even worse than the money grab. But my guess is, as you're starting to see with some of these other companies that went full woke my belief being that it was a money grab, right? And they were just trying to avoid you know, the other cowards, right? So they don't wanna, they, they just wanna go along with wherever the tide is flowing, no matter how stupid and ridiculous it may be in an effort to continue to make money. And a lot of those companies are now suffering from that. And my guess is American Girl will as well.
1: Yeah, and what I, what I love about this little handbook, which is really u- useful, I guess, maybe for lining a parrot cage or wrapping fish is that they go through and they define cisgender as folks comfortable with their own sex as given by God. Uh, But then they say that, uh, quote, a kid who was assigned as male might know herself to be a girl inside. For example, someone whose gender is different than the sex they were assigned at birth is transgender. Some people don't feel like a girl or a boy inside, which is totally okay. People in this group are usually called non-binary and might use a pronoun like they instead of he or she. What I really do think is that these companies need to take a step back because there is a backlash coming. How it's going to come, I'm not exactly sure. I thought maybe in the last election it would start, really didn't. Um, but there is a backlash coming. And at the end of the day, you need to let parents be parents. I know that's a radical thing, um, but no kid should, no, certainly no eight, nine or 10 year old should be handed a book like this and be expected to understand any of this nonsense
0: because it is truly Nonsense. Yeah, no, it is well, it's worse than nonsense, right? I mean, it is it is the dis- dictionary definition of not having any sense right in the sense of nonsense, but we you know we typically think of nonsense just being silly or frivolous. I mean this is dangerous, right? And any parent, I, I, I'm just having a hard time fathoming a parent who would say to themselves, I'm in a doll store. Let me pick up this book that the doll company produced and read it to my child i was somewhat hopeful probably naively so that you were going to say that this book was simply about you know girls of different body shapes and sizes being comfortable with that Mm -hmm. and that it would have been much better and perhaps even appropriate
1: just it's happening all over the place we talked about a few weeks ago the disney movies that are out and uh and some of the whole um non-binary uh, characters that are being added and all this stuff. And it's really unfortunate because it's directed at, at some of the most vulnerable people in terms of they're still developing who they are. They're developing their, their minds are developing and to have slanted stuff like this thrown at them, which is not undisputed, right? This is not undisputed stuff. This is stuff that's very much disputed and it's very harmful for, um, for kids. I mean, I mean, this is uh uh, you know, they, they, this is a big problem. And I think it's I think it's unfortunate. Uh, but one thing we also try to do, Brad, here is we try to point out to folks that, um, you know, there are other opportunities out there for them, right? In addition to uh, looking at gifts to give up the holiday season, it's sometimes uh, a, a good inflection point to make a pivot in your life. And one of the things we try to do is when an interesting job comes up, High powered job. We tell folks about it because a lot of our, our listeners are, are high powered people in small business and mid sized business. There are some um, general counsel, Brad, that listen to this show or looking to make a change. And so when we see a job that we think is one that people need to know about to apply for, even if they have to move, we let them know about it. So, Brad, I give you the city of New York. Uh, This week, uh, the city of New York has posted a new $170,000 a year position on citylimits.org, which is the big New York City um, uh, job posting board. And you know this as well as I. I think you and I both found our current positions by uh, answering a a tweet on a posting board, correct? Well, I certainly did. So I'll tell you a little bit about the role, Brad. And listen, one of the things you and I have to agree to going in is you and I are not going to be applying for this.
0: Well, I think that's I, I'm reasonably comfortable with that. As I've told you many times, buddy, the only job I would leave the one I currently have for would be Major League Baseball umpire. And since I'm not qualified to umpire Little League at this point, I think we're we're all set.
1: OK, you may regret those words, but I'll take you at your word. You and I will not apply for this about the role. This is a quote. You, and this is from the New York City Hiring Board. Do you have what it takes to do the impossible? Hmm. A, a hatred for vermin a background in urban planning, project management or government. And most importantly, Brad, the drive, determination and killer instinct needed to fight the real enemy, New York City's relentless rat population. If so, your dream job awaits. New York City's Director of Rodent Mitigation. It is now available. This is <laughs> listen, this is a job, my friend. This DRM. Is, this is a job that the job that doesn't come up but once in our lifetime and I, you know, this is like water supply board stuff here, you get yeah. Blue Cross Blue Shield pension uh, car, you get police protection, all this stuff, you mm-hmm. report directly to the mayor for operations in the mayor's office, you get an office there. This is a high impact leadership role with the city. Quote, despite their successful public engagement strategy and cheeky social media presence, rats are not our friends. They are our enemies that must be vanquished by the combined forces under your leadership of our city government. Right. Rodents spread disease, damage homes and wiring and even attempt to control the movement of kitchen staffers in an effort to take over human jobs, cutting voracious and prolific New York City rats are legendary in their survival skills, but you need to show them that they don't run the city. We do. So there it is, Brad, a big, uh, a big job opportunity in New York. And we encourage people to go to jobs.citylimits.org to take on this, potentially take on this role. Again, no one at Dominion Harbor need apply.
0: Well, no, I mean, about 170 grand a year, but that's nothing to sneeze at. Now, again, as they have pointed out you are up against it I and mean, I, I i'm not certain that the rat population in new york is subject to control but perhaps to negotiation you know i mean i think the person who drafted that job posting is a clever and b spot on when they say that the rats are out to get us and you know oftentimes we pursue rodent mitigation you know as a as a very physical task right we're gonna we're gonna take these little bastards down and i get that i feel that way myself next brad we have an, we have a lot of updates today
1: a lot of updates first we've got this big crypto mystery update of course last week you and i uh, proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that there is a conspiracy where multiple um, crypto uh, company heads crypto hedge fund leaders brad who are hedging uh arbitrage Mm-hmm. uh um, you now buddy they're 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 murdered we had people thrown out of helicopters um uh, rammed into bridge abutments at 200 miles an hour fed rat poison uh, uh they're just dropping like flies and now ftx boss sam bankman freed has um been arrested in the bahamas where he owns apparently like several hundred million in real estate he's in the process of being uh extradited to the u.s and uh of course uh, Brad, it's interesting. It, it's interesting. Um, in light of this crypto mystery and the conspiracy, uh, he was arrested the day before he was to testify to the House uh, Banking Committee. Do, do you think there's uh, any uh, coincidence here? Do you think people wanted to keep his mouth shut? And then uh, are we looking at like a uh, an Epstein type deal, right? Like, a, you know, Part Deux, where you have like the Air quotes. Cameras go out, and uh, suddenly this guy is uh, you know, swinging from a, uh, a jail cell door with his bed sheets tied around his neck, and some needle marks in the in the back of his uh, arm. What 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 are you thinking here, Brad? Yeah, I mean, you slips like... on a
0: banana peel and falls into a guillotine. Mm-hmm. Happens all the time.
1: Say falls on him. Yeah,
0: yeah. Down the stairs.
1: Falls Brad. down. Falls down a flight of stairs, Brad
0: pursued pursued by a safe
1: (laughs) stabbed stabbed in the neck with a wine bottle you know what i mean
0: yes these kinds of things happen buddy yes and uh you will we'll soon find out i mean raise your hand here in the studio audience if you would be surprised if uh the gentleman finds himself on the other side of dead while in custody but i'm not seeing any hands so i yeah no i think uh i think that could well turn out to be the case but you know, there's folks with a vested interest in him staying alive as well. I mean, there's people who want to, you know, sort of have this message get out there. And so you've got competing interests. It'll just depend on who gets to the prison guards first.
1: Yep, I, I completely, completely agree. And it looks like, remember, we talked about the whole FTX and all those crazy um uh grungers or whatever you call them, weirdos who headed up the um headed up the company and they bought all these places the Bahamas. And then he had that weird girlfriend. It looks like the girlfriend is lawyered up with some really good private uh, uh ex-sec lawyers and uh she has turned uh states evidence Brad against uh this sam bankman-fried and what's really interesting here is he's about to testify to congress and he gets picked up the day before by biden's justice department or at least um you know they they issued the arrest warrant and he gave billions of dollars to the democratic party over the last couple of cycles and i wonder I wonder if there is a, a a link there or a coincidence there between those two, those two things. And then, and if he does turn up dead in the uh, in the in the jail cell, whether it be the wine bottle or the, the rat poison, uh, or the safe, um, I wonder or if all that, three. Yeah, I wonder if that whole um, giving all that money to Democrats, that that dirty crypto money, which is really a Ponzi scheme, um, I wonder if that's coming back to bite him.
0: You know, looking at some of these, uh, you know, news pieces about his arrest, my real concern is how long it must have taken the arresting officers to search through his hair. I mean, he could have literally anything in there.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, there it is, Brad. There's our update on the crypto conspiracy mystery. We'll keep you apprised of what goes on there, but more deaths will surely follow. Next, Brad, another update. Uh, of course, uh, you remember the story of Sam Brinton. Sam Brinton is the um, non binary um, oh, yes. drag yes, queen yes. nuclear waste advisor to the president. Um, of course, Brad, one of the things that you talk about with me all the time, because you were in law enforcement for a number of years, although not related to the rat uh, mitigation in New York City, but you're in law enforcement nonetheless, is the concept of recidivism and folks um, who commit one crime are probably going to commit another crime, correct?
0: Well, certainly there is a greater tendency for someone who has a history of criminal behavior to continue in it, yes.
1: And of course, the um, the Assistant Secretary of Energy, Sam Brinton, last week we outlined the fact that he, he um, <clears throat> Sam, um, uh, stole a female suitcase from the Minneapolis-St. Uh, Paul Airport a couple of months ago. Uh, now, Brad, there is a report, in fact, there is camera footage, security camera footage from the Las Vegas airport, where Sam Brinton uh, has been hit with a felony warrant for stealing another piece of luggage from the airport in Las Vegas. Uh, Harry Reid International Airport, of course, um, this, uh, of course, Britain, a non-binary drag queen. uh, has already admitted to taking the Vera Bradley suitcase from the the uh, Minneapolis airport. Uh, now uh, she's being charged with grand larceny after taking a woman's piece of luggage uh, from uh, the uh, um, uh, carousel, one of the carousels at uh, at Las Vegas Airport. Yeah. One of the things you would look at here, and you being from a law enforcement background, Brad would know this. You've got to sort of you've, you've got to state your evidence. For why you think Sam Brinton, the Undersecretary uh, for Nuclear stuff at the um, Department of Energy, um, why you think they committed this crime? Because, because again, crimes involve uh, solving crimes involve detailed evidentiary, um, uh, you know, charting, and you've got to get the evidence, and you've got to take fingerprints, blood samples, Brad, rape kits, and in this case. Um, Sam Brinton was and one of the claims was Sam was wearing a rainbow atomic symbol t-shirt at the Las Vegas airport. And we know that because Sam took several selfies there um, of himself as he was getting off the, she was, they were getting off the plane. And, um, and and then was also caught in said t-shirt uh, dragging the piece of the, the victim's luggage across the uh, um, concourse at uh, Las Vegas airport. Uh, and, and so you know, the surveillance camera seems, I, I think you, you call that an open and shut case.
0: But hey, I, I mean, setting aside all of the fairly obvious and therefore difficult to set aside, you know, issues around this matter. How does this dude or gal in whatever hey. gender they 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 were in on the day think they're going to get away with this? I mean, they must, in addition to being non-binary, they must be a non-binary, drag performing, spanking class teaching kleptomaniac. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's a small group of people, right? I mean, you you can probably most most folks will go their whole life without meeting a person who is non-binary, a drag performer who teaches classes on spanking and kick. Well that uh, yeah, particularly the kink of you know spanking and, and bondage and whatnot and God bless them uh, and is a kleptomaniac and when you add on top of that is the cherry on the icing on the cake if you will is a stupid kleptomaniac right I mean do, do you honestly think that in an airport subsequent to 911 that there is not going to be security footage. And do you honestly think that when you are bald and have your eyebrows done and are wearing lipstick and wearing a pride atomic t shirt, you're not going to stick out on that security video footage? And when you are pushing two bags through the airport, uh, you know, one would tend to think, wow, that guy really needs some help packing light. And so, yeah, I just uh, I think, Mr. Brinton, it's we're probably all better served to include the, Well, again, I say I did it again to include them getting the help they need. I think we're all better served if they're not in the Department of Energy dealing with nuclear waste.
1: And you have your wish. Apparently, after uh, a, a call to the Department of Energy spokesperson yesterday, uh, they confirmed that, uh Sam Brinton is no longer an employee at the Department of Energy. So at least you have that. And he has, they have the great luggage. So it's a win-win in, until the date of the trial or most likely plea. And there you have it. Uh, next, Brad, a big guy. One of the things are, our, our, you know, this are the folks out there who listen to this program uh, like to talk
0: about is outer space. Yeah. And inner space, I mean, any space, really. Myspace. We do yeah. space here. I had I had a couple of people
1: close to me this week. Um, correct. Tell me that uh, they have a good friend who is about to uh, embark on a as a medic on a mission to Mars um, hmm. and going to be spending a couple of weeks up there. And the, the, the said the friend had they, they weren't sure if they had left yet. Hmm. And uh, when I you know what I said, wait a minute, I, I'm not exactly sure hmm. if that mission has taken place yet. Last I heard it was like like. On the roadmap like 2045 mm-hmm. um, but when i said that there was sort of and that 2045 is a ways
0: away yeah it's you could measure that distance in years and anyone capable of doing arithmetic can right right now if they want to but for those that can't it is you don't have to worry right i mean it's you've got time
1: yeah the per the person who's going to be the medic on that mission brad may not be born yet that's correct so in any event that's i thought that was interesting but uh of course we are always on the lookout we have folks on payroll here, on payroll again. None of whom are allowed to take that rat position in New York. Who are just constantly monitoring these skies, um, and uh, they've they've identified a four hundred and sixty foot wide, quote unquote, Christmas asteroid, which apparently will skim past.
0: They call Earth. that a crasteroid.
1: Crasteroid, yeah, which will okay. skim past Earth this week, coming within four hundred twenty thousand miles of earth um now it's said that uh based on current projections it will pose quote no threat to planet earth um mm-hmm. but uh it uh and, and it's the equivalent of uh under two lunar distances from earth which i think uh refers to the distance when when they used to do that lunar splash king kong bundy and big john stud was the distance between the two as they would hold the uh midget and then the other would just splash can't say dwarf. that dwarf. Sorry, dwarf. Um, uh, so again, Brad, this, we, we have to be on the lookout and be vigilant for this Christmas asteroid, which is going to be appearing. For asteroid. For asteroid. For asteroid. Yeah. Pretty soon.
0: Yeah. Well, I, you know what? I feel good about it. Right. I mean, I, it sounds like it's going to be almost half a million miles away. I'm not even really sure why we're calling attention to that. There must be other things, half a million miles away from the planet that we're not worried about. Um, But maybe not, maybe not. Maybe I misunderstand the amount of stuff that is sort of floating around in the solar system. But I feel good about it. And I think our studio audience should feel good about it. And I think folks that are thinking to themselves, well, damn, I mean, maybe there's no point in me buying Christmas presents. If there's the threat of a crasteroid, you probably should go ahead and close those deals. Otherwise, your friends and family members are going to be looking at you askance, which is not something you need through the holiday season.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, next, Brad, update on the metaverse. Of course, Elon Musk has taken over the Twitter. And uh, as part of this, he has invited journalists to come in and look at some of the internal Twitter emails and chats surrounding some of the most prominent uh accounts that were banned during the 2020 election cycle, including Trump and, and a lot of the conservative politicians of the New York Post when they uh, ran that Hunter Biden laptop story. Um, and uh, lo and behold, it turns out that there is sort of a left wing cabal within Twitter, uh, led by their uh, safety czar, Joel Roth. Um, which confirms, based on you know the, the 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 documentation, not theories or evidence strung together, but actual emails and chats between employees that led to decisions to ban certain accounts, that um, these uh, individuals and these committees within Twitter uh, made decisions to ban speech um, coming up to an election, uh, based on their political leanings. And, and this is something that Musk has invited a number of different journalists to come in to study and then to release, and they've been doing that. Um, and now, lo and behold, it turns out the, and he's fired most of these people anyway, but it turns out that the former Twitter uh, safety sensor, Yoel Roth, and his boyfriend, Neil, have been forced to flee their $2 million Bay Area home um, because Elon Musk has reported that um including in addition to in addition to the um shadow banning of certain accounts including by the way the my pillow guy they found that the phrase quote my pillow was harmful speech and they banned it and they didn't let it trend uh and of course Brad uh Yoel Roth also wrote his thesis which Elon Musk uh, also released at Stanford on uh supporting letting children under the age of 14 use the gay hookup site grinder as a way to identify their quote sexuality. I'm not even sure what to say to
0: that, but yeah, it, yeah buddy, I, I, I was mentally pausing as you were verbally pausing. I, 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 again, you and I run a business. And so we sit in conference rooms from time to time and we make decisions and, you know, we, we, you know, let the, let there be no doubt Our business is significantly smaller than Twitter. Okay, So maybe things are just different when you run a big business. But someone sat in a room and said to themselves, A, we need a a horribly biased safety guy that will come up with a way to shadow ban citizens of this country from from the platform. And oh, by the way, I mean, just as an aside, it's a private business. If you want to ban someone, just have the balls to come out and say, the way our business runs, we don't want you on it. Right. I mean, this whole this whole concept of we're going to pretend to be, you know, for forced free speech and all this is just nonsense. But then as you look at the resumes that are in front of you for that job, you hire the dude who wrote his thesis about how, you know, young teenagers barely into their teenage years should be given ready access to any hookup site, gay hookup site, any hookup site. And you say, yeah, that that there is our guy. That is a guy who is going to make wise decisions to the benefit of our you know, consumers and clients. How do you do that?
1: Well, let me let me let me do this. So the, these are three tweets from the past couple of years. OK, and I'm going to read them all to you. And okay. then you tell me your reaction. One of these was banned permanently from the, the, the the tweeter. They uh, was banned permanently from Twitter. So I'm going to read these three. <clears throat> you tell me which one was banned permanently. One, our stance against Israel is the same stance we have always taken. Israel is a malignant cancerous tumor in the West um, that has to be removed and eradicated. This will happen. That's one tweet. Another that one, one
0: was not banned. I'll tell you that right now. That another one,
1: one. How about this bad. one? Muslims okay. have a right to be angry and to kill millions of French people for the massacres of the past. Not
0: banned. Not banned.
1: Okay. The 75 million great American patriots who voted for me, America First, and Make America Great Again, will have a giant voice long into the
0: future. Clearly bad. Yeah, can't have that.
1: Yeah. And that's it. And then, and so it, its just all BS and and garbage. And, and and you know, the one thing Musk is doing is he's putting the words of the people that made these decisions out there, not some theories about the words. And so this is real news. People should uh, pick up on it. Uh, next, Brad, an update on the JFK uh, issue. Uh, and Jared, I assume we have a uh, uh, friend, Rob Clark, coming on uh, before the end of the year. That is correct. Exciting oh, stuff. That's fantastic. Uh, Brad, this week, of course, we are waiting with bated breath for the release of these files that prove who killed JFK, although we all know. Uh, but uh, some new photos of JFK visiting Texas and actually in Houston the day before his assassination have gone up for auction. And uh, they are expected to uh, uh, garner a pretty penny, a pretty penny, if you will. And I guess one of the questions, and you've you've um, you you've, you've obviously you're new to the, the 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 fight here, and you've studied these photos obviously, but do you think these photos in Houston that are up for auction, that again, Rob Clark is probably going to buy? Um, do you think these give a hint as to who killed him? And I will remind you. I'll remind you that uh, LBJ is uh, in these photos and so are some young interns.
0: Yeah, my guess is that those responsible or at least members of the group responsible for JFK's assassination are in these very photos. I mean, for Mm -hmm. instance, in the photo that I'm looking at right now, there is a Cub Scout and everyone knows that those are untrustworthy little guys. And so, you know, I would have an eyeball on that. Of course, that guy is now 70, um, but probably still available for an interview. And uh, yeah, I mean, you, if you're an investigator, you got to take a good, hard look at these photos and ask yourself several questions. One, where is the killer? Two, why don't women wear hats like that anymore?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, look, at the Kennedy didn't have a bald spot at all. I mean, He had perfect hair.
0: Well, and very reminiscent of your two boys. I mean, not that it's really pertinent. I don't think they're involved in the assassination. Let me just be clear. But you have, you know, two young gentlemen there in your house that have very Kennedy like wigs.
1: And if you look at these photos, that's, that's true. If you look at these photos closely, there are a number of people with cell phones in these photos from 1963. And again, Brad, as far as I can tell, there were no cell phones back then. There were sat phones, satellite phones, mm-hmm.
0: but there were no cell phones. No, it's odd. That's that's true. It's odd. I also see Jared, our producer, in one of these pictures, which is also odd. You can Dressed see he's a nun up there with well, That that part's not odd. I mean, that's how I picked him out is mm-hmm. uh, because I a said, habit. "Geez, why would a nun be there?" And I said, "Oh, it's not a nun. It's Jared." Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, that is odd as well.
1: Good times. Good times. Well, we'll be uh, looking forward to our year end conversation with Rob Clark, the lone gunman.
0: Next, Brad, a big trade in
1: the uh, in the uh, world of geopolitics. Um, and, and, and so we typically look at these trades and we, we judge them on the sort of absolute current value of a player. Uh, what draft picks are coming in? Is it a one or two? Is it protected? In the in the case of the NBA. Um, But here, Brad, we've got um, we've got the uh, the great WNBA star Brittany Grenier, who, uh, of course, was uh, convicted of uh, smuggling pot into Russia, which is a uh, uh, as certain that that happened as Sam Britton stole that luggage uh, being traded uh, to the United States. And in return, the U.S. is trading the merchant of death, Brad, Victor Boat, Boot Boot who has uh, been sent back on a private jet to the Soviet Union, AKA Russia, Red uh, Red Russia, if you will. Putin has got his man back who will now go back to smuggling and selling arms into third world countries to try to topple governments. I guess the question, Brad, here is sort of twofold. Uh, did the uh, Biden, and I don't see any draft picks being uh, attached to this, so it's a one-for-one straight-up trade. Did the Biden administration get uh, good value here? And then, two, do you think this is somehow a uh, a way to clear up cap room for another trade that's going to be made
0: down the road? Well, I certainly hope so. Right? I mean, you cannot look at this trade and say it was a good one. There's just no way. I mean, God, God bless the, the Brittany. I mean, welcome home. All those good things. She absolutely did smuggle pot in. To Russia because she's a self-possessed, all about herself. Neil during the national anthem, talk hatefully about the country that is now traded in arms merchant to get you back, kind of a person. But my favorite part of this whole thing is that there was a congresswoman. I don't. I, I want to say she was from New York. I don't remember where, but she was on you know one of the NBC affiliates you know, talking news programs. And she was asked about this, and she said, "Well, I think it's fine uh, because this guy Boot didn't himself Boot. actually kill any Americans." She then went on to say, "Now, the weapons he's he's sold have mm-hmm. killed a lot of Americans, mm-hmm. right? But he himself has never pulled a trigger." And you know, the, just setting aside for the moment this whole concept of you know the, the anti gun lobby, and, and this woman is literally saying, "Well, it doesn't matter." That he sold the guns that killed Americans. What Mm -hmm. mattered is whether or not he pulled the trigger himself Mm -hmm. seems to run a little askew of the anti gun lobby's position, but it's neither here nor there, obviously, in this case. So, having said all that, buddy, yes.
1: First of all, I think whatever GM makes this trade is probably going to get fired, but maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, Trump was offered a straight up trade for the for for Waylon's release and return for this merchant of death boot guy. And uh, he didn't do it because he knew as crazy as he is Mm -hmm. that the minute you do that, it's going to encourage what other Americans get kidnapped across the globe. Mm -hmm. uh, And then we start cutting deals. And we're so dumb that we see a value in having this WNBA pot smoker um, back here at, at such an important level that we're willing to trade These these top 10 criminals, these people that are trading in arms and destabilizing foreign governments, killing thousands of people as a result of their arms trades. Um, But it's worth it to have this pot smoker back, who, by the way, would have been released anyway, based on international pressure after another number of months or maybe a year. Um, It's just crazy. We are making these geopolitical decisions, just like the American girl doll are making decisions as to what gender a doll is. Or feels like,
0: yeah, I don't, buddy. It's a the world's a crazy place. I think it's probably passed us by. You and I are a couple of dinosaurs, but it, that's neither here nor there. We're here for each other, my friend. We're here for each other.
1: That's true. And and Brad, on a side note, a corollary to this story, the Pentagon has now released a statement saying that they quote fear the Merchant of Death, Victor Boot, will uh, go back to selling arms now that he's free and in the uh, in 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 Russia.
0: Huh. I wonder what, you know, luckily we spend billions every year on defense. And so we we are able to determine these things. Mm-hmm.
1: There it is. There it is. Uh, finally, Brad, we've got a few minutes left here. We will go to our award-winning feature, Bard or Band, Bard or Band. Uh, it, it's won a number of uh, bronze uh, Stevie Awards, which of course, as you know, is the trend setting award in the uh, cable radio space, CRN, mm-hmm. cable radio one. Yep, Correct. And of course, Brad, you and I have um, talked uh, uh a lot over the past year about sharks, right? And the and the uh the the fairness or lack thereof in referring to an interaction with a shark as a shark attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, and again, sharks, Brad, are one um uh motion in federal court away from having voting rights.
0: Sharks okay. are people too.
1: They are people Let's too. Just look at them. Correct. Well. That's right. Um, you know, a, a side note: some people would say that sharks are less vicious than some New York City
0: rats. Well, that's certainly true. I mean, you and I have both faced down some New York City rats, and that is not a task for the faint of heart.
1: And we and we've talked before about whether the um, reference to shark encounters as shark attacks by people that are having their limbs sawed off by sharks in the water um, is should be barred or banned and that's all well and good. Well now Brad we have a new uh, site in our scopes. Um, The Washington Post has written an article uh, related to sharks of course, you know, this as well as I do, uh, the big discovery channel shark week is coming up soon. That's a week where, uh, 24 seven, the discovery channel has, um, shows related to sharks, including Jabberjaw, Mm -hmm. the great, the great cartoon on Mm -hmm. Hanna-Barbera, Hanna-Barbera, uh, of course, a little remnant from the past, but, uh, um, the Washington post has an article now saying that shark week itself is racist and needs to
0: be banned. Well, that makes sense if you're the Washington Post, right? Mm -hmm. And it probably also makes sense if you're one of the 17 people who still subscribe to the Washington Post. You probably picked up that article and said, yes, again, now we're finally focused on the issues that are keeping America's children subpar in their education. shark week is racist. Correct. Uh, May I ask you, my friend, since you probably have the article in front of you or some semblance thereof. What race is being ist in this case?
1: Well, the article refers to a study by uh, Dr. Lisa Whitenack, no pun intended, a mm-hmm. biology professor at the University of um, And uh, so Lisa Whitenack has determined based on her clinical study, Brad, that there were too many, uh, there were many more white experts and men, quote unquote, named Mike on Shark Week than women featured in the Discovery Channel special over the years. And uh, she said, quote, I didn't see very many people that looked like me on Shark Week. And uh, she used the pandemic as an opportunity to study whether Shark Week was uh, feeding audiences the wrong message about sharks, and most importantly, Brad, about who studies them. Uh, the research team led by Miss Lisa watched all the programs on Shark Week Uh, Dated back to the late 1990s and discovered that it emphasized, quote, a negative message about sharks and lacked useful messaging about shark conversation and overwhelmingly featured white men as experts, including several with the same name, i.e. Mike. Um, And so, Brad, uh, it seems like Miss Lisa is calling for Shark Week to uh, be uh, banned. Um, And then further, she references a 2020 Scientific American study piece uh, that says Shark Week further concentrates power um, in the hands of white males and featured scientists who are white, uh, exacerbating economic and academic power imbalances in the community that studies sharks. So there it is, Brad. Uh, Shark Week barter band. What is it?
0: I don't watch Shark Week myself, so I really have no vested interest in whether it's barred or banned. I just don't find sharks interesting enough to dedicate a week to them. Somebody must, because the Discovery Channel has been doing this forever. So my guess is that it's a popular thing, and so good for them. My guess is that people who watch Shark Week could give a crap about the color or sex of the people who are purporting to be shark experts. It's not Shark Expert Week. I might point out, it's just, it's about the sharks. Mm -hmm. And so I think most people watching the shows are watching for the sharks and probably don't process. If you are at all associated with the university at which this woman purports to be a biology professor, hopefully you are rushing to your email machine to send an email saying, why are we spending any money on what is clearly made up ridiculousness Mm -hmm. And my guess is that what the Discovery Channel does is say, hey, we're going to do shows on sharks. If you are a shark expert, let us know because we may use you in our programming. And my guess is that the Discovery Channel just takes whoever shows up. And I think with many career fields, you know, the people who gravitate towards them are the people who like that stuff. Yeah. So you're going to say you're going to say Bard. Well, I'm just going to say that this biology professor should be barred. As I said at the outset, I I don't really care whether Shark Week is barred or banned. I got to be honest.
1: I agree with you, Brad, 100% as as always. So we've learned a lot here today. And uh, I think what we need to do is take a deep breath and uh, get ready for next week. We're going to do it all over again.
0: Right here on IP Frequently. This has been IP Frequently. Once again, clearing a forest of lies with the machete of truth. You're welcome.